For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found Modern Mammals, and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast, and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me, and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mike, we're here. We're live. You're recording, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, I almost had an oops because normally we start recording before we uh, actually hop on. I saw, oh, man, got to hit that red button. Get here ready to rock go. Roll. We hit the red button and we're back with the new shit. New year, new shit. And what's funny is in this glorious return that Mike is making, it's an alley-like return to the ring. Uh, he I wouldn't go that only far. has a top two today. <laughs> It's been a bit of a slow 2021. Yeah, and it hasn't. I mean, there's been a there, there's only two new releases that we're going to talk about. Maybe some singles and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But a lot of what happened in the beginning of the year, say January, February, is a lot of album announcements. A lot of people like to sit until the new year, and then it's like, hey, new year, new music, let's rock and roll. Right. So I think that's a lot of what's happening. Um, we don't normally or normally notice it as much once the albums start coming out and people are announcing things as well. So now it's just kind of like a little bit of a lull, but we'll hop back in there. Yeah, no, 100%. Well, what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the top two albums in a little bit. We're going to start off with all the other stuff. Because I know you got some other stuff, which we don't, you know, typically those are our honorable mentions. So we're going to do those first. Let's start with wherever you want to start. Yeah. So I kind of want to start with the albums that came out and piqued my interest while we were taking a little bit of a break. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so there's there's two of them that I think that we need to talk about. Uh, are you familiar at all with You Me at Six? 
I'm very familiar. The UK, hundred percent. I mean, they're they're actually really ba- big in the UK. Mm-hmm. Uh, popped off a little bit over on this side of the pond. I feel like maybe ten years ago they were having quite a little bit of hype, and then you know they they're kind of like they're good for like five hundred tickets kind of thing in America, mm-hmm. but they don't come over as much. And you know that must always be a weird thing when you're just massive in one country, like you're an arena band, and then you go to another oh, yeah. one and like you're really small maybe that's a humbling experience but that doesn't necessarily mean it's enjoyable also true well uh earlier this year i think it was on the 15th let me just check real quick yeah it was on the 15th uh they put out their new album suck a punch i had a chance to check this out did you listen to it at all no i I did not check that one out no all right um, without you in the fold uh, mike i'm lost i'm a little lost puppy trying to find my way back to music to my musical home well that's why we're back so uh, I checked this album out. Uh, I'm normally not a huge Yumi at Six fan. Um, I'd say that's probably still what I'm going to say after this album. I think if you've been a fan of Yumi at Six, this album is going to be enjoyable for you. It just doesn't kind of fit with me. Um, it's definitely that kind of alternative radio vibe. Um, and overall, like there were some really good songs on it, like the singles that they put out. I forget the names of the singles off the top of my head. Yeah, uh, I was a little rushed this week and didn't do as much prep work as I normally do. All good. But... Uh, like there are some songs that just really pop out and there are some songs that you could definitely tell like, all right, we're going to end this song on a really hard break so that when the single's playing on the radio, it sounds really cool. And then it just <laughs> doesn't match up with the rest of the album, anything that's going on at all. And you're just like, what? Right. What is that? Right. But uh, well. overall, if you, if you enjoy the band, I think there are a couple good songs on there that you'll really like and you should definitely go ahead and check it out. I always wondered what the hell that band name meant. Yeah, I don't know either. And honestly, I always, for some odd reason, because their band names aren't even similar, I get Yumi at six and my ticket home switched up. They don't even sound the same. I don't know what it is. <laughs> okay. <but laughs> I don't know. Always confuse the two. I don't know. These things happen. These things they don't always, always have to make have to make sense. Okay, cool. Uh, what else did we miss over the last uh, couple weeks? Uh, we also missed out of Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, this awesome new band that I got, I don't know if they're new actually, kind of been around for a while I think, but new to me, uh, band, or maybe artist, I don't really know, I haven't looked into them a lot. Uh, it's called Blue Stolly, I think is the pronunciation. Blue? Blue like the color. Blue and then Stolly. S-T-A-H-L-I. Okay. Uh, they're, they put out their new album, Obsidian. They're this really interesting thing, I would almost call them like Code Orange Light from last year's release with Underneath where they kind of have this industrial feel, but I would say they're more leaning towards electronic alternative than they are towards the hardcore metal uh, kind of sound that Code Orange is putting out. Interesting. Yeah, um, I'm just, I just popped on the, um, the Spotify here, and yeah, mm-hmm. it's one dude in the picture, and okay. there is like a shitload of material on, on, yeah. um, on Spotify. Like, I'm just scrolling through, and it's like going on and on and on. Mm-hmm. So... Um, yeah, I could just, I could see it being a very busy solo artist, uh, you know, but that's, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. I think it's um, one guy. The one thing that they kind of really reminded me of, if you remember back in like the mid two thousands, like 2005, 2006 mm-hmm. cell dweller was really big. He was kind of doing that like super hypey industrial electronic metalcore sound thing. He still is doing that. Um, just not even close to as much. I think he's focusing more on the electronic project stuff or side of it, but it's this really awesome sound. Uh, I think if you like, um, 
kind of like almost glitch mob electronic stylings and stuff like that mixed in with some guitars and some good vocalism. I think that you'll really like this album. I've yeah. enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, no, I'm reading, just reading the bio here. It's really interesting. It's, um, they, they're calling it cyberpunk. Uh, Brett Autry uh, produces hmm. cyberpunk anthems of the fringe zeitgeist is what it says, hmm. uh, which is, which is interesting. Um, the top markets. I always like this on Spotify too. I think it's a funny thing. Number one market, Moscow. Number I can two, see that. Number 100%. two market, Helsinki, Finland. Number okay. three market, also Russia uh, with St. Petersburg. So that's kind of an interesting uh, uh, thing. Is I don't know. So, this, with a name like Brett Autry, that doesn't sound like a Russian guy. He's from he's from Phoenix. Oh, so yeah, I don't oh, know. Yeah, right. You said that. Yeah. I but don't know. like. So since you said Russia, the first thing that came into my mind and it fits perfectly. Do you remember the movie Blade? Of oh, fucking love Blade. And that first scene when he goes into the nightclub and there's just like that kind of industrial electronic music playing. <laughs> yeah. That's what should, like Blue Stolly is what should be playing during that scene. That's, like <laughs> that's an awesome reference. That like that was worked so perfectly in my head. I could totally mm-hmm. picture that. I already know what the band sounds like. This is cool. Yeah, this is cool. Awesome. Um, I yeah, really man. suggest it. Yeah, I mean, I'm you know I I can be a bit of a purist with like my music and I'm you know I love like old punk rock and stuff, but like we're we're I, trying to fix you with that. I, I think you know, yeah, I think I like I'm coming more around on on this kind of stuff, and um and I think there's like a lot of creativity to be mm-hmm. had. So so uh, I welcome it. And that's kind of all the albums that I have seen come out so far this year that have really yeah. kind of caught my eye. Um, let me just kind of scan through and we can talk about some bands that are putting out singles as well. Sure. Um, so putting out two singles, we've got our main man landed tours. He's announced an album. I forget the release date for that album, but I am extremely excited. One of those singles features Rory from Dayseeker. Oh yeah. What a guy. As always, Landon is just killing it vocally. I think that this is going to be probably his most impressive solo album. And I'm really excited if he's putting out material this good on his solo album, how good and interesting the new plot new album is actually mm-hmm. going to get. Mm-hmm. I always wonder, you know, when an artist, like, you know, a singer of a band branches out and starts making his own music, mm-hmm. if that's going to carry over into his, uh, you know, main band, or if it's going to be the opposite and he's going to kind of get that out of his system. And then it's going to be like, all right, I'm going to be writing to my heavy songs again, you know, for, mm-hmm. uh, you know, with the full band, you know, the live, the live bangers. Um, I'm, yeah. I'm just, I'm always interested if, um, how much that is going to factor in, you know, in the creative pro- process. Mm-hmm. I a hundred percent agree. And really, I think that it's going to affect plot and use music more because we kind of already saw that he started doing his, uh, solo project work and going a little bit lighter, a little bit more hip hop R and B style with that. Uh, right around the time that uh, the last album Dispose came out is I think the name of it so I think that uh, this new plot new album is going to be pretty heavily influenced by his solo work too awesome Uh, some other bands that have put out some noteworthy singles Uh, Darko the project uh, they were in my EPs of the year right Tom Barber from Chelsea Grin and the drummer from Amure absolutely insane both these songs are stupid heavy and I think they're announcing an album soon. I would hope so. There's like three singles out already. Uh, it's time. I know it's a side project for both of these guys, but 
I'm really excited for this. It's yeah, well, going to be one of the heaviest albums. Any this band year. called Darko is good because there's a band yeah, from two the, for two. There's a band from the UK. They're a, a very um, technical skate punk band, like kind of in the mm-hmm. in the uh, realm of a Wilhelm scream. They're yep. also called Darko, and they put out one of my favorite punk rock full lengths like ever. I don't know, maybe in the last three, like three or four years ago, I think it came out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I can't wait for new music from them. It's been a while. Yeah. But they're they're also, they're not a full-time band either. You know, um, like I don't even think they've ever been to the States. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. So uh, if you're called Darko, your chances are you're a good band. Mm-hmm. Nice. 100%. Um, so I know last year, one of our favorites uh, was, I forget the band name. I think it was Cult of Luna with their Necromechanical Baroque. <laughs> yeah. One of my uh, favorite genres ever. If you are a fan of the Necro Mechanical Baroque, I just have to shout this out. Uh, Flesh Bot- or Flesh God Apocalypse, probably like the leader in that kind of subgenre of music, put out a cover of Blue by Eiffel sixty five, <laughs> and it's probably one of the funniest things I've ever heard. <laughs> I didn't know that. No, that's that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, it, it came out on New Year's Day, and I was just like, "This is how we're supposed to be ringing in the new year." This is phenomenal. <laughs> There is a record, uh, you reminded me, there is a record that came out on New Year's Day uh, from um, my friends in the Dirty Nil. Yes, uh, 100%. And I realized I forgot to mention yeah, and, and Great album. Yeah. Uh, they never disappoint, you know? Um, mm. And I love the way that they've kind of just continued to expand, you know, and, and bring in like some different elements. Um, did you get a chance to check out that album? Yeah, I did. I liked kind of the thrashier elements that they were bringing in on this record. I've never really listened to them before. So that was kind of surprising to me, especially because a lot of my friends are like, hey, this is a really good pop punk album. Oh, no, no, no. And I was like, yeah. The instant that first track came in, I was like, this isn't pop punk. I'm, this is this is pop punk like some 41 is pop punk. Like, Oh, no, it, if at no, all. Not, not at all. I mean, like, they, they, no, they're, they're doing things. I think that that's the problem maybe with them is that a lot of people have trouble kind of knowing where to put them you know, genre specific mm-hmm. because they're influenced by a lot of punk rock and pop punk, but then they have this cla- almost like a classic rock element to it. Mm-hmm. That, but it isn't, it isn't like when you think of classic rock, I don't know what the first band you think of is like, I probably think of like Led Zeppelin. It's sort of mine. Scorpions. Okay. Yeah. Scorpions. It's you think of that kind of thing. They're more like on the punk side of classic rock, like, you know, like Mm -hmm. MC five or, you know, stuff like that. So I think that a lot of people are just like, okay, I don't really know these, you know, I don't really know what to call this band. So I'm just going to kind of throw this out there. And I think it can make it confusing for people. And the fact that they, (laughs) they constantly like are doing different things. Um, whether it's like releasing a Metallica cover all of a sudden, like, you know, yeah, it's just like, okay, well now what, now what do we call the band? So yeah, hundred mm-hmm. percent. And that's kind of like, uh, what I was getting to, like, I, if you would have told me they covered a Metallica song, I would have been like, yep, a hundred percent. Like, I'm not even going to bat an eyelash at that because I get those vibes from these songs too. Like there are thrashy elements. There are modern rock elements. Like I really like this record and I think it was quite a diverse uh, album. I mean, I don't, I don't know where to put it. Yeah. Maybe like, that's okay. Instead of hardcore punk, like lightcore punk. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, they're a really difficult band, especially they're a three piece too. So they've got that like power mm-hmm. trio 
thing going on you know uh that's a that's exactly. a whole different element too and a lot of their their records this this one has a lot more uh of you know double track guitars and like layers and, and stuff mm-hmm. of that but like their earlier stuff was like hey that guitar goes and does a lead like all you've got in the bottom is bass you know like that that kind yep. of like live feel which they were doing a lot of so yeah I, th- I think it's a i think they're just a band everyone should check out because you you have to hear them i think to know to understand what it is and you have to you have mm-hmm. to um yeah you really have to dive in head first to be like okay i get this now but i have to, you have to hear it to get it exactly and i had a good time with the uh new album with very little experience with the dirty nail so i recommend it i think there it's you go time. yes and in the chat there's a little bit of some 41 uh talk and no we're not saying that some 41 is not a pop punk band they definitely are no but they're, they're on the outer fringe right of it, if anything but they definitely no. do ride you know their heavy metal elements um pretty hard and and that's what i really loved about them like you have to remember that i'm i'm old enough and from canada to i remember mm-hmm. when some 41 was a local band yeah and they were the best local band like even before mm-hmm. they'd put out anything they had a tape out and i sadly i never got the demo tape but everybody was talking Ooh. about some 41 because their live shows were so awesome like they had these little mini trampolines oh, they put on stage and like they, they would do like they were a you know a punk band and, and like you know one of their first singles was uh makes no difference right which is from their first mm-hmm. um, half hour power album but on the demo it was actually like fast punk and they and then they slowed it down for the record so you know they were that kind of a band very very similar to early blink 182 and then mm-hmm. Uh, w- but they would have these these parts in their set where they would all of a sudden like pretend to be metal. Obviously, like they yeah. were still influenced by Metallica and stuff. Like we were all in that age group. But they would always do they would do yeah. this thing where they would stop and it would be like they'd have like guitars and they'd be like dun 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 you know and they do like all the moves all like synchronized. And I'd never seen a band do that before. They, they'd have the guitar swing up and down. Yeah, exactly. Right. They, that, yeah. I, I was doing it, miming it on the podcast. You won't see my motions, but uh, you know, and they were doing that. And it was like so refreshing and so cool. And then they put out half hour mm-hmm. power and it was amazing. And then the band got huge. And I like have always been a huge champion of them, but I love that over time they just started to like, Hey, like embrace their metal aside and one of my favorite some 41 songs is from does this look infected i think it's called mr amsterdam it doesn't have that in this song anywhere and it's like just a Mm -hmm. fast one and the ending is like straight up a metallica ripoff and it's glorious (laughs) so yeah man i i of course some 41 is a pop punk band but they to 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 only say they're a pop punk band is is selling them them short disservice yeah there you go there's my take all right, so uh, kind of get back into some singles that happened and some albums that were announced. Uh, this one didn't get a uh, album announcement, but Mod Son put out a pop punk song. He's normally a emo rapper. Mm-hmm. Uh, this pop punk song features Avril Lavigne, though. I think it's really fun. Um, it's definitely kind of a gem that could have been missed in the beginning of the year. If you liked the MGK album and the Girlfriends album from last year that we talked about, where it's uh, very... Blink-182, radio-friendly pop-punk, not written to be 
the best pop punk ever just written to have fun great song hey man everyone's doing it (laughs) oh yeah yeah i mean i I listen to the song and i'll be honest i i i kind of already forgot how it goes so i i think (laughs) that's my take it didn't it didn't really grab me uh and sway me in in the same direction and i and i love the you know we've talked about the mgk record i liked it a lot it made my top 10 of the year Mm -hmm. so i'm not against hey i'm not against you know this and i'm I'm not a gatekeeper at all bring them on let's like oh yeah and let's bring who's next lady gaga wants to make a pop punk record sure bring her in i'd love to hear what she can do i'm here for it uh from my most anticipated list we got an album announcement and new single sad looks pretty on me by rivals okay very excited if you still haven't checked out this band i'm going to beat this band to death into your skulls go check them out and listen to them they are phenomenal yeah we talked a lot about them um you you know on the most anticipated episode right was that Mm -hmm. when we we talked about or was it they talk about them when they released i can't remember but they're they're the one band that has a very unique uh female singer right yep Yeah, yeah we talked about them uh i talked about them when they released their second single for this cycle with elijah witt and then right uh we both kind of talked about them once you finally checked them out on the most anticipated uh show and now we're talking about them again this album's coming out i think march 19th and i only remember that because it's the same day as another band who has announced an album for that day so gonna be a good day what other band um oh that other band's a very important band Mm -hmm. uh probably one of my favorite metalcore bands of all time and not all time but they're getting up there. Uh, our boys in era. Yes. That's another one you beat into our skulls every single chance you get, Mike. Oh, yeah. Um, this song is absolutely phenomenal and just showcasing another. What's the way I want to word this? Um, another side of the band and uh, kind of looking through some interviews that JT Cavi did. Uh, Screamer, unclean vocalist for the band. Mm hmm. Uh, he said that each of these songs is kind of in a unique direction for era. Whereas every song in the album is going to have a unique identity and it's not going to flow as well as, I mean, obviously I still assume the album's going to flow fairly well together, but he said like, Hey, these songs aren't going to be slow and then have just like an unnecessary blistering breakdown in them. They're going to be slow, emotional songs. Okay. And I think you can tell that on all of these singles and I'm really excited for this album. Also comes out 319. I think that's cool. Anyone in any anyone in the metal core genre, you know, that's pushing the envelope uh you know, I don't want to say out of the metal core genre, but if they're doing something mm-hmm. just a little bit different, I really really welcome that. And um that's 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 just constantly I I find that my favorite metalcore albums that have come out in the last let's say five years they've all kind of incorporated just a different element and it isn't just Mm -hmm. like mindless you know um you know mindless riffs and mindless double fast rips till a breakdown yeah and like catchy clean chorus yeah generic generic ass lyrics clean chorus yeah for sure I, i i think it's great when um when someone takes a chance so that that's very exciting for you yeah, um, one of my favorite bands. I'm very excited. I think this is definitely going to be out al- or be the album that uh, shoots them forward. Uh, looking at my short list, uh, Holding Absence put out another single from their new album. Very good. Check it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hail, Hail the Sun put out their first single from their new album. I, I didn't hear about this. I love Hail yeah. the Sun. How did they I miss that one? Donovan. 
Yeah, he's he's my boy, man. He's an all access club member. I love yeah, I is. love Donovan. Yeah, and and uh, uh, not to mention their drummer Alan. He's he plays drums mm-hmm. like he always. Well, Donovan plays drums too. He goes on tour with them live. And yep. uh, he, I'm not sure what he calls his project. It's like Aussie or Aussie or something. Something he, like that. He yeah. put out this really cool video, um, a, a, like a almost like a hip hop kind of thing that he did on on the side. Hmm. Super talented guy too. So all those guys uh, in that band are are really like they're next level. Oh, good. Yeah. Just absolutely incredible band. The single is phenomenal. Uh, I really love the um, artwork for the new album, and I can't wait to hear it. Uh, I forget when exactly that comes out. Um, go look it up. You have Google as well. But <laughs> uh, so the the other kind of things uh, that I wanted to talk about. Um, yeah, we've gotten a new single and an EP announced. I think it comes out right at the beginning of February from Of Mice and Men. Uh, yeah. Not a personal favorite band of mine. They've always kind of been um, one of those kind of generic, more generic metalcore bands. Okay. I really like this single, though. It kind of surprised me. Uh, cool. Because I don't typically like them. So I'm really excited to see what this EP holds. I think it comes out on 2.5, which is a pretty quick turnaround. They've also signed a Sharp Tone. Yeah. One of the best labels in the game right now. Uh, absolutely killing it. And then uh, the other band that I want to talk about putting out a single, uh, they haven't announced an album or anything like that. I really hope they do because they only have an EP out and it's been like four years since they've been a band. Uh, but it's this cool band on, I think they're on Rise Records still called Chapel. And okay. they're absolutely phenomenal. Um, they are a two-piece. Uh, there's a, I think he plays bass and sings, and she drums and does keyboards. And they're absolutely awesome. They put out this kind of really vibey pop punk alternative music. It's just good time feels like their first EP was called Sunday Brunch, and the vinyl pressing literally looks like an egg. It's phenomenal. Like they're good people very talented um and you should go check out their new single i forget the name of it but it's very good sure all right so a couple singles coming out uh there's new august burns red single this week i think it's a b-side from their last album guardians i'm not 100 percent sure it might be a new recorded song quarantine's got everything weird yeah so i hadn't heard about that either yep um i'm pretty sure it's out on youtube right now if not it'll be out on spotify in some time uh august burns red extremely talented band great guys uh i haven't listened to the song yet but i can't wait to hear it there is a new architect song that came out today we record on wednesdays so wednesday yeah um it's black butterflies which was my favorite song that they did from the live performance uh streaming event that they did absolutely crazy good song uh probably my favorite single so far off the record nice i haven't heard this it just came out today i haven't had a chance but you know there was a lot of speculation with um architects and their new direction you know with Mm -hmm. animals and the other single i forget the name um black lungs yeah and those songs kind of being a different um you know a different direction for them and if Mm -hmm. this new single has that same direction or if it has more of a classic architect sound or something completely different what's the yeah, what is the new Architect song like? Uh, from what I've heard, it's uh, or pretty orchestral. Um, and obviously, I heard the live version, so it may vary quite a bit, especially because they were doing like a live streaming event. But it's kind of going to be one of the more orchestral songs off the album. And it's a little bit slower, but I really liked the song when I heard it live. Uh, I'm 
can't wait to listen to it on the singles. I'm probably going to listen to it when I go for a drive a little bit later today. But uh, overall, really excited for this album still. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, that that band is just that you've watched them grow and grow and grow. And like now it's like, OK, they've established themselves as the biggest band, you know, probably the biggest heavy band in the scene uh mm-hmm. save bring me the horizon and um here we go with a new, a new approach yep. a new journey and it'll be very interesting to see how this record all you know all kind of fits together yeah but i think it's going to take them to the next level i'm really excited to see where this band goes yeah uh, and the last kind of single i want to talk about this is an interesting one because i've always wanted to talk with an artist about kind of switching over from metalcore or post-hardcore emo whatever you want to talk about and working with an electronic artist so shane how was that silverstein featuring on the new phase one single let's talk about it yeah well it's it's not silverstein it's me uh first of all i know that that's something that we wanted to be clear about and I mm-hmm. haven't talked about this at all. This is actually the first time I've talked about it. Um, so yeah, on exclusive. Friday, it is on Friday. There is a, a, a artist called Phase One, based out of Australia. You know, mm-hmm. an uh, EDM artist, and he's uh, done a lot of mashups with other yes. artists from the scene as well. Yes, he's done a lot of that, and he's great. And working with him was awesome. So he sent mm-hmm. me over, you know, pretty much the full tune. Um, with a bunch of ideas and I wrote some, uh, vocals, uh, melodies and some, some patterns and some screams and some lyrics. And we tweaked out the, we tweaked the song up a little bit and changed the structure around. And we Mm -hmm. came up, up, up with a song. It's called enemy. Uh, it comes out on Friday and it's cool. I mean, I, I think that, um, the one thing we wanted to be clear about on the Silverstein side was it isn't Silverstein. Like there's guitars mm-hmm. in it, but we didn't do the guitars. There's drums, but we didn't do the drums. Like it's, it's, you know, okay. I, did, I did the vocals on it. Um, you know, Shane told of Silverstein, but I, I'm really mm-hmm. happy with it. It's, it's cool to bring in sort of like a, you know, emo post hardcore, uh, you know, pretty, pretty like, I think it's a very emotional performance that I delivered, Mm -hmm. but on top of a style of music that I've never really, uh, you know, yeah, I've never really done before or never really uh, been a part of. So I think it was cool to be able to kind of marry those two ideas. And Mm -hmm. there's a pretty sick breakdown in it, but it's not done in the same way that you would think of a breakdown done by Silverstein or, or any other Mm -hmm. like rock band. So it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's been, it was a cool little journey and I did it a while ago too. I think I did it back really? in like April or May. So it's been a oh, little so while and now it's finally on coming it. out. Yeah. Um, I've really liked phase one for quite a while. Uh, just to give some examples of other artists in the scene that he's worked with, uh, the artist murder, obviously being from Australia, same yep. with North lane. Yep. Uh, also worked with periphery. Um, and then even Bone Thugs and Harmony, like this dude's kind of all over the place. Wow. I think I didn't know that one. Yeah, I'm pretty excited for this song. I think it's gonna be a doozy, and you should look out for it. Yeah, 100. percent I, I uh, yeah, I, I'm really happy with it. It's cool. I did a. Um, there's a video coming for it too. I don't know if I'm allowed to spill the beans oh. on that. There's a video coming too. I have not Oops. seen the video, um, but I know the song is coming out, and yeah, it's cool. I, I'm. I'm excited for it and it's, it's different and don't worry. It's not the way 
the direction Silverstein's going. We're not going EDM or anything, but it, it is mm-hmm. cool to uh, to try to try out some different stuff. Well, I am happy to hear it on Friday. Can't wait. Nice. It's going to be a good time. Nice. Wonderful. Cool. Um, are we going to get in the albums? Yeah. All um, right. Cool. EPs. We don't have full albums. Just EPs this week. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, Mike, we're back and we're going to talk about the top two uh, releases of the week and uh, give it to me. Number two. Number two. So both the uh, releases this week are EPs. Uh, This one I'm really excited for because this is a band that came out right when I was starting to get in the scene. They were on my first Warp Tour, if I remember correctly. Uh Um, Just absolutely awesome guys. And they just never really... They were in that vein of metalcore that never really kind of took off, but it's this band called Everyone Dies in Utah. Yeah. And really similar, like in the same vein as bands like Outline and Color, uh, Sienna Skies, Kingdom of Giants until recently, where mm-hmm. they had been around for quite a while and they had this um, really consistent sound of good metalcore, but something just wasn't clicking for the band. Right. And they just weren't taking off. I didn't think that. I really liked them for probably a while now. Um, honestly I'll go see them live anytime they come through but they're releasing their new EP called Supra and I am very excited to hear it yeah um, this yeah this is a band that I think they've kind of just honestly they've just really been under the radar you know mm-hmm. um, and I don't know what label they're on if, if any it, at this point let me look. yeah or if they were a like maybe they were um just a, an indie band you know like uh, uh putting putting records mm-hmm. out themselves uh, at least in, originally when i first heard about them but you know they aren't one of those bands that has like a fearless records behind them or mm-hmm. rise or they're not i don't believe they're on any label like that or ever have been it Which, says they've been on In Vogue and Tragic Hero. So yeah, yes, exactly. Like those are and those labels. Don't get me wrong; they've put out some great releases over mm-hmm. the years, but they're definitely you know the you know they're they're kind of the, the lower echelon it's a, of when it's you a talk stepping about stone label is the yeah. way I like to look at it. It's you get yeah. on there, you put out your first album, and most of the time you either step up or you kind of stay with that record label because you really like the people, or mm-hmm. you're just not ready to step up. And yep. I think every time or everyone dies in Utah is this band that's just kind of consistently been ready to step up and hasn't taken the plunge. Um, really excited for this EP though. I think it's going to be a phenomenal little five or six songs. I can't remember if it's five or six, but it's going to be awesome. Uh, I feel really like it's been a while since they put anything out too. Maybe they've released some singles, but I feel like they haven't put out an album mm-hmm. like in a long time. Like at least I didn't hear about it. Is that, is yeah, that accurate? I think- I think it's been a lot of singles, especially the last year or two. I'm going to look it up right now just to be certain. But uh, yeah, their last album they put out was in 2016 and 2013 before that. Um, And then just like a lot of singles and things like that, it looks like. Yeah. Um, In 2018, they did the 
super bold move of putting out a late cover. They covered E.T. by Katy Perry in 2018. Oh, there you go. Phenomenal cover, though. Cool. Um, but, but yeah, this band's great. I highly recommend everybody checking them out. I think this EP is going to be good. Nice, nice. Okay, well, that brings us to our number one uh, artist of the week. Release of the uh, week. Number one artist of the week. So this is a band that I talked about during our kind of, not our album of the year discussion, but our everything else discussion. Yep. Uh, they were on my singles of the year. Uh, I don't remember if they were in the top five or if they were an honorable mention. Uh, there are a lot of bands thrown around there very quickly. But uh, this is a band called Traceless with their new EP, Obsession. Yeah. And I think a really underrated band. Quite honestly, yeah. like they've they've got if you're looking for, you know, a, a really talented, uh, great vocalist too, a lot of mm-hmm. style, um, but really good blending of modern sort of elements um, that you'd find maybe in post hardcore, but with nice yep. organic tones as well. They, they have describe a really them, good blend. Like, they're very similar to Varsity, I think, a uh, band that we've talked about a lot. Um they're just this awesome band and lyrically is probably my favorite element of the band too. I think they've yeah. got a great way with words and metaphor and really painting a picture through the lyricism for sure. Overall, where, the songwriting just, great. sorry, I cut you off. Where, where is this band from? So I actually talked to the band, uh, right before I did that, uh, singles record or the singles EPs episode and everything like that. Yeah. Uh, they said they're just kind of from everywhere. <laughs> Uh, like I think Crazy. a member's from uh, California, a member's from New Jersey, somebody's from Texas. It's just kind of like an all-over band, but they're looking to kind of come together soon, I believe. But really, like for being distanced like that, amazing project. Yeah, that it's true. That that always is impressive. I mean that that's kind of like the new the new way because you know mm-hmm. coming from where I come from, and I'm I'm old enough to remember when. West Coast bands sounded like West Coast bands and East Coast bands sounded like East Coast bands and Midwest bands sounded like Midwest bands. And there was yep. literally, you know, actual pockets of sound where you could hear, you know, a band and, and be like, yeah, I can kind of have a pretty good idea of where they're from. And if they weren't, mm-hmm. it was like, oh, that's weird. Like, why do they, why is this band like so fast and punk and they're from New York? And why is this band like heavy and they're from, from California? That, that was like, you know, the way that it was. So mm-hmm. I think now, you know, all bets are off and, and people are getting together using the internet and video streaming and everything else. You don't have to live in the same city. You don't have to live in the same country even yeah. to, to collaborate on music anymore. So, you know, it's, uh, it's different, but that's cool. I, I you mm-hmm. know, I'm, I embrace all that stuff. Exactly. And I'm not sure what are the singles uh, that they've released recently are going to be on this EP. I didn't dive that deep into it. Mm-hmm. I just kind of saw that they're releasing this EP and I don't know. I've loved every song that they put out. It's going to be a banger of an EP. Yeah. hundred percent traceless yeah, in, in a band that I think probably some people are learning, um, are learning about right now for the first time. And that's uh, why yeah. we're here, Mike, right? Exactly. Show the people the new music. Show the people the new music. This is the new shit. This is the new shit. All right. Traceless at number one and number two was Everyone Dies in Utah. That's a real quick recap. We don't have to do go on and on and on and everybody else checked out the new singles. As always, make sure that you follow Mike at Slappy Slam 
on sure. the Instagram for all of his lists and everything else going on. And we're going to be back next week, right? We're going to be doing... Uh, yeah, to my knowledge. Sweet. Well, Mike, we did it. We did it. Killing uh, it. All right, man. I'm going to let you go. But Mike, you're the best. Thank you so much for coming on. For sure. Love you all. Have a great week. All this new shit. Got a new whip. That's some new ice. That's some new drip. Got rid of my old trash. Got a new bitch. All this new shit. All this new shit. All this new shit. Got a new whip. That's some new ice. That's some new drip. Got rid of my old trash. Got a new bitch. All this new shit.